0: So talking about the spectrum of sex, I think we should just start with the warning that there is probably it's gonna be difficult to not have innuendos or connotations. Well the
1: innuendo will be there for sure. <laughs> the question is will you break it's not character? Intentional. Will you laugh?
0: It's not intentional. <laughs> So here yeah. we go, friends. We'll you know how hard it is
1: to write an article about <laughs> sex? Difficult.
0: <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> see, there it is. You're already there. Oh, my goodness. Uh. All right, friends. Join us on this journey. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in.
1: Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage. Sex. Communication. Finances. Priorities.
0: Purpose. And
1: everything in between.
0: Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. You're already starting. You're already starting. I I
1: can't say something is hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's a hard thing to talk about.
0: Here we go, friends. You're but, the one see, that wanted to talk about the spectrum of sex. You
1: know what? Give this the people very what they want. Indicative That's my attitude. of our personalities,
0: right. I'm like, I don't really want to talk about it. And you're like, we need to bring truth and clarity to this. And I'm like, <laughs> I get that, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Anyways, welcome, friends, to welcome. the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Yes. Um, we are here to talk about. Well, the we, spectrum, yeah, the of, spectrum sex. of sex. Selina's rude this, No, I can't. I like to look at our notes because I like to know where we're going. You're just
1: like waving so your hands. we're trying to do some housekeeping. waving well, your I was, No. Make it so. <laughs> well, <you're...
0: laughs> we're going to do a heart check today. We're going to talk about the spectrum of sex. Don't do
1: that. I've moved the. <laughs>
0: He's scrolled up on our notes and it makes I like to follow notes. I'm a note yeah, and follower. And you're, you're very rude about it. I'm not. Because you keep the mouse over by you. <laughs> my mouse. Anyways, it's <laughs> <laughs> going downhill. There is a couple's challenge at the end. It's kind of fun. It's not go have sex, but obviously you can do that. So if you're married. Um, otherwise, yeah, we'll get to that. So before we start, we're going to do our housekeeping. I, do did I, I, I did it. I did it. You say it. What kind of hotel is this? <laughs> not that.
1: So real quickly, we have three housekeeping things. If you are enjoying this podcast, you've been listening to a few episodes, we'd be honored if you would rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Mm -hmm. whatever your uh, platform of choice is. Number two is if you want to support this podcast, you can do so via patreon.com slash fierce marriage. That's where we have a small community of people that are locked arms with us in our mission, which is uh, pointing couples to Christ and commissioning marriages for the gospel. There's lots of benefits to being a part of it, but mostly you get to be part of this mission. That's the the one big thing that uh, mm. that really matters. Uh, secondly or thirdly, sorry. Uh, if you have anything you have any questions during this episode. I think
0: we're going to get a lot of questions on this episode. Yes. We usually do after we do a sex and, talk.
1: Yes. If you have any questions, you can ask you can ask those via our website at slash podcast
0: <laughs> ASK people, ASK.
1: Every time. And or you can <laughs> call in or text in to this number, 971-333-1120. Okay, we're going to um, get into the heart check. Okay. And a heart check is three questions. We like to ask these to each other uh, around, uh, around the dinner table or mm-hmm. when we're sitting in our living room and just or in the mornings. And mm-hmm. it, keeps us, it keeps a pulse on what God is doing in our hearts and how we're growing. And it's kind of an accountability question, mm-hmm. a series of questions. So if you're unfamiliar, three questions. three questions. What book is in your hand? What voice is in your ear, mm-hmm. and what we mean by that is what's what's inspiring you, or who's encouraging you, or who's challenging you? I think is probably the most. Mm. We're not very like we don't listen to a lot of hey, that was really inspiring things. No, but I I get really inspired by the gospel by being challenged.
0: Such a good answer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but that's just the truth because I, I see an inspiring thing and it honestly just makes me feel guilty for mm-hmm. not doing things. But the gospel enlivens my heart and wants me to do more in from a better place.
0: With that said, what book is in your hand? Or do you um, want me to start with the book?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I actually have not been reading a lot lately. <sighs> I'm actually, I'm reading through Second Peter, First mm-hmm. and Second Peter. And I've been reading through
0: great books of the Bible.
1: Yeah. I've I've just been parsing through those very carefully and slowly and slowly. Yeah. And that's been very good. in in terms of what it means to to have. So second Peter says he has given us he's granted to us all things that we need for life and godliness. That's a big, Mm, big statement. That's
0: a huge statement. And
1: so, and then he goes, goes on to unpack how that looks and how we supplement our faith with things
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and so isn't I've been, that
0: funny. It happened how many years ago, right? And it's still happening today. Just the human heart, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've been reading that. I do have a number of books that I'm working through at the moment, mm-hmm. but, uh, nothing really comes out or pops out of, um, that no, it's I think is worthy of The mention. Bible is
0: a good book to be reading.
1: Yeah. I like to, have, I'm a, I'm a tandem reader. I yeah. read a lot of things in tandem. Uh, what voices in my ear, uh what have I been listening to? I can't think I didn't think through this ahead of time. You go.
0: <laughs> All right. I feel like you have
1: voices in your ears.
0: <laughs> the voices. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start first with the book that is in my hand, Because He Loves Me by Elise um M Fitzpatrick. I think it's an older an older book, but our our it's our community group is reading it. The ladies are reading it um because we do a ladies night once a month. Well, Here's our rotation of community group. It's we meet all as a group, talk about scripture, have dinner. And then the next week, the guys might go out and kind of catch up on life, talk guy things, talk God. And then the ladies will go out and then we'll come back to as a group. So in our group, we are starting to read Because He Loves Me, How Christ Transforms Our Daily Life. That is just such a just solid tagline. I just love it. Um, So I've just started this book because we're starting it as a group and being able to talk about it. And I'm super, man, super excited about it. Um, the Voice in Your Ear. I was just starting to listen to uh, Knowing Faith with Jen Wilkin, and she is... Gosh, what is she talking about? What is she not talking about? She's an amazing... Bible teacher. Bible teacher. She's an amazing Bible teacher. And I just started listening to her podcast about... Let me see. In his, She's talking about her book, In His Image. It's like...
1: Oh, I love that episode. That is a good one.
0: Is it? Yeah. Her book cover (laughs) is amazing. You're in for a real treat. I'm really excited about it. I love listening to her. I want to be a better teacher, and I feel like listening to her and reading her stuff is really helpful in my world and in my my head she's an incisive um, thinker yes. and a very. Inc- i would argue she's one of the best well. bible teachers i've ever heard people have said the same yeah she's people who very... know what they're talking about have said the same i Not don't that you know don't what know. i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> there's a,
1: <laughs> more credible people than you have said people
0: that are better than you <laughs> have said that Sorry. same thing
1: you know what you're talking about so you're about. getting better <laughs> good job
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm
1: glad that you know that I'm not trying to be a jerk <laughs> to you. When I say jerky things.
0: Oh, no, I've known you too long, so I know that I know what you're saying. I know what you're really saying. Usually, um, and then what's stirring in your heart? Um, I think homeschooling has really been stirring in my heart, and how I'm I, God is really like sanctifying me in how I'm teaching my kids. It's not just getting through a checklist. I've also been mm-hmm. reading. Uh, teaching from Rest, which if you're a homeschool person, you probably know that book, um, but how it's more of exposing our children to ideas rather than checking off the list of subjects of things that we did. And it's so interesting to me because I write down every day what we do just for my own knowledge and in case, I don't know if the state needs to know or something, <laughs> uh, I was just encouraged to keep good records. So I'm trying to do that. So I write down everything we do and we do a lot. Like when you're intentional about your conversations about teaching them and exposing them to ideas and not just saying, Hey, look at the spider web. That's wet. And it looks really cool. Like how, did you know spiders make webs? How do they make webs? Remember, we're reading Charlotte's Web, and it all kind of like corresponds. And having these touch points with kids and yeah. having conversations um, that go deeper. And who created them? Who created the spiders? Just this morning, why I did was, God make spiders? What's the purpose of them?
1: Just this morning, I was teaching Della the uh, the, fa- <laughs> the phases of matter. Yeah, you were. And she goes because we because you had some hot uh, tea, hot tea, in yeah, and the, the sun and the the, uh, the vapor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, started explaining to her, you know, ice is yeah, her and Emmy and liquid, were like, and solid and liquid and gas. And, yeah. um, and they were, and then yesterday I was teaching her about gamma radiation <laughs> and why x-rays work the yeah, way they she work. She had to
0: go to the dentist and get some x-rays done. And she was really kind of nervous about that. They put that whole heavy jacket thing on there. What is that called? It's the a lead, the yeah. lead vest. Yep, yeah. Yep. And that kind of scared her, I think. And so I was trying to explain that they're just taking a picture. You're not going to feel anything. And. Uh, almost five year old girl just does not get that sometimes. So, yeah. So it's fun. Anyways, them. there's lots of good conversations yeah. to happen around almost anything in your life. <laughs>
1: Everything becomes an opportunity yes, so to that, teach.
0: Yes. And so I think that's what's stirring in my heart is that God is really molding this voice of teaching mm-hmm. and authority. That's
1: good. Okay. I got my okay. voice. <laughs> voice in got my... enough time for you? Thank you. Yeah. I bought some time I'm for good. I'm
0: glad that I could serve you <laughs> in that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, so I've been listening to I, I I've been listening to Dave and Ashley Willis. They started a oh, podcast. Oh yeah, I love
0: them.
1: Yeah, they're they are fellow marriage champions mm-hmm. and we've spent some time with them in person in yeah. Dallas, but also in Atlanta and just a lovely couple. Dave's hilarious. He's so Ashley's funny. really sweet. He's
0: like, "I want to be like you when I grow up." I'm like
1: He's an he's what? he's we I want to be, be like, like him. you when we grow yeah.
0: up. <laughs>
1: so he's an amazing communicator.
0: Yeah. He Lots so of they they, now. they yeah, run, love I think them
1: a very large page on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they have a podcast out. They've partnered with marriage today, Mm -hmm. who is Brent and Stephanie. They're other friends of ours. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they, the podcast is called naked marriage.
0: Uh Oh yeah. They,
1: so they do a really good job
0: conversation. I'd say it is. Yeah.
1: They do a really good job of unpacking um, and talking about sex in a way that's not just for its own sake, but they also talk about how to kind of, Strip down the whole naked thing comes from stripping down like the pretense and the misunderstandings mm. about marriage. They're
0: so um, wise, they yeah, are they're so very nice. wise. That's awesome, the Jesus. People love it,
1: yeah. And what's stirring in my heart is, I'm um, frankly, you know, we prayed before this and I'm just troubled by some of the um, the just cultural insanity. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get into it because it's too nuanced to treat just in yeah. passing. Yeah. Maybe at some point we'll talk about it, but. Um, we do have political opinions, people. We do believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. And we don't, uh, it's so hard to talk about that stuff yeah. and yeah. it's so hard to have a perspective on it and be vocalize it without, um, undermining mm-hmm. what God is doing or being divisive right. or, or shaming
0: anybody or shaming like people or not
1: yeah, or, or being condescending. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just grieved by, uh, some of what I'm reading in the headlines, um, Anyway. I think I'll that's okay that.
0: to feel that stuff because it's, it's kind of in that that I'm reminded of just the providential character and being of God and the mm. sovereignty of God and how I may not be able to control a law or legislation that is passed all the time. Like I can't sign that or not sign that kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I can trust the God of the universe who's got it all under control mm-hmm. and I can be obedient to his word and lean into him. So anyways, just, I don't know. I'm just trying to encourage you, but I love that you have a a heart of, of flesh and not stone. And you are aware of the the hard things that our culture is facing.
1: Because I'm grieved by the, some of the insanity that it, that it seems like, but I'm also grieved by the complexity, the unnecessary complexity. And of course, and I think, okay, well, am I really, am I, Mm. am I overly simplifying a complex thing or am I not Mm. empathizing with these people? But I also, it's good. You know, there's so a
0: lot of different. There's so it's very on that, complex.
1: On that note, Selina, you proposed starting a new segment of this. What was uh, it called?
0: Like cultural conversations, cultural conversations which would we be like drop a short huge
1: bombs and leave. <laughs> 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 what do you think just... about boom? <laughs> and no, not ya. that.
0: I was saying that we would express our thoughts on those things, but I think that, like you said it might get people hung up on just that and not hearing the rest of the podcast. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe we just need to tackle it topic by topic and episode by episode versus just like <laughs> little bombs here and there. Yeah. My um, fear is that it but would. I just don't want people to think we're not, we're living in this vacuum, unaware of what's happening in the world. Cause we're very much aware.
1: Yeah. We choose to stay focused. That's what okay. it comes down to, just, but I don't know. Maybe there's another that's place why you're to the filter.
0: That. Yeah. Anyways, yeah.
1: Okay, so today's topic, Yeah, we're talking about the spectrum of sex, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest caveat to this mm-hmm. is that it's not, you know, sex is, is a significant part of our marriage, mm-hmm. right? It's a significant thing that uh, we all need to be, you know, mindful of, and we need to be intentional with our intimate uh, life and our perspectives on sex, but also we need to be uh, fairly clear uh, with each other in what our expectations should be. Right, right, uh, and I'm kind of buying time because Selena is uh, fumbling around <laughs> trying to find the link. No, okay, so
0: no, it's important. It, sex is, I mean, we've talked about it before. The amount of time it takes to like have sex, I- in terms of like the length of time of your marriage, mm-hmm. right, is such a small fraction, but it's such an important. Yeah. Small fraction. Yeah. And so that's why we are, you know, we're not just talking about sex for sex, the purpose of sex and having a better sex life. We're talking about it in context of glorifying God yeah. in that area Like of last week's life. podcast,
1: we yeah. talked about, are you focusing too much on your marriage? Right. Uh, which, what, <laughs> which
0: this podcast could be, are you focusing too much on your sex life? not yeah, really maybe
1: <laughs> well the whole point is there's a context to these things right right so our good friend scott kadersha mm-hmm. he's a he's a marriage minister he works at a church in dallas mm-hmm. uh an incredible church and great jesus loving church and serving the people there and yeah. he's the marriage pastor there and he's got a book coming out soon by the way which we'll have him on the podcast yes i would love to have scott on yeah um but he gave he we were talking via a email or whatever I think I've met with them a couple of times now spent the night at their house for like three nights actually mm-hmm. uh incredible couple great family and he he was basically saying sex if you actually count up the amount of time that
0: yeah that's what I was trying to say yeah earlier. that you spend with on Scott's it perspective yeah. but
1: the actual like percentage is 0.0625 0. 0, like, mm. and that's if you're having sex like twice a week pretty uh, regular basis for, for like 45 minutes <laughs> which come on now
0: 45 minutes. I'm not saying anything. I mean, I'm just saying like, know. you know, 45 Let's minutes. Let's be real.
1: Let's be real.
0: <laughs> Maybe you have time for that if you don't have little kids. Well, I mean, that stuff happens,
1: <laughs> but that's not like the norm.
0: Yes, no. The norm
1: is like, hey, no. we're going to bed, feeling a little frisky. What do you think? And you're feeling a little frisky. All We've right. got a little
0: bit of time. So
1: when you're feeling frisky, you can you can go. engage. You can yeah. engage pretty quickly.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's other times where you've got, you know, longer. We'll get into the different... See, there it is. There's the <laughs> innuendo. <laughs> you just laugh. I'm it?
0: sorry. I'm uh, holding it together here. So he's
1: basically saying that it is a significant part of your marriage. It's not everything, but it is something, and it's very important. Uh, one of the things that I say, and I don't say it a lot because I think it can be misconstrued, is that a healthy or your sex life cannot make a marriage, but your sex life can break a marriage. And what I mean by that, and I don't say it a lot because it's the, not the most articulate thought because I think it puts too much weight on it, but... Effectively, like if you, you can have a, you can make a poor sexual choice and it can break your marriage Mm -hmm. through like an affair, things like that. Or you can make a bunch of small, poor sexual choices, pornography, addiction, neglect, uh, withholding from each other, Mm -hmm. not, not, not exploring this area in healthy ways. Mm -hmm. And that can, that can lead to the degradation of your, of your relationship. And eventually it can, it can harm your, your marriage. Uh, but a healthy sex life hmm. on the flip side can, um, it won't in its, in itself, it will not make your marriage. If you have a healthy sex life, but your communication is terrible, uh, right. your, your, every other aspect of it is terrible. Uh, that's not going to make it, but it will make, but a healthy sex life in the context of a healthy marriage is life.
0: Hmm. It brings life.
1: Hmm. So all that said, that's, that's kind of the, the
0: foundation. Pre-amble, of, the yeah.
1: Foundation. yeah. <laughs> so everything we're going to say here. Okay. So there's. I I'm a I'm a nerd when it comes to statistics, okay? And in the <laughs> world like, oh. and in the world of statistics <laughs> mm-hmm. or in the world of and and production management and those are two you might say they're unrelated, but uh I I've studied these two things uh, and there's this thing called 6 sigma accuracy, 6 sigma whatever. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that there's basically on either end of the either um extreme, either people who have extremely unhealthy sex life and extremely Healthy sex lives. There's always going to be people that are going to be the exception to this. Now we're talking about the middle, the big, like the bell curve, the average in the middle. If you're if you're just looking to have a, a, a more intentional sex life, that's a little bit uh, uh, easier to communicate through. Mm-hmm. You're, you're looking to have, or if you're just looking to improve, or you're looking to uh, have conversations and grow together. You're not quite satisfied mm-hmm. in this area. That's who we're talking to. All right, right.
0: We're not talking to people who are maybe I don't want to exclude anybody, but if you're dealing or have dealt with any sexual abuse, then don't then take this with a grain of salt and take yes, this yes. Um, and into, into consideration of, we're not telling you to that. This is what it looks like or should look like for you. These are ways that in our marriage that we've experienced sex and might be ways that other Christians in a healthy place sexually mm-hmm. might experience That's sex good. as well. Yeah. hopefully so, that's clear and with all of our grace and love and support and prayer.
1: Yeah. And so I think you said ex- we don't want to exclude anyone. I think maybe it might be better to say we don't want to alienate people. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. Anybody can listen, but we don't want to, You know, we don't want you to feel alienated. Know that we've considered you and just know that take this with a grain of salt. You might need to get some additional help on top of this. Right. Okay. So what is the spectrum of sex? That's, that's what we're calling this episode. Mm-hmm. And that's, what do we mean by that
0: yeah it's something i think we've discovered over time because when we first got married which most people know we were virgins when we got married we had these different ideas and expectations i think mm-hmm. i'm not sure i really had expectations i'm not gonna lie i just i don't even think i knew like the frequency how, how often no should you yeah how often should you engage in this as a married couple was it every day three times a day i mean i don't know like was it once yeah. a month um, you know, as time goes on, it seems like there's different seasons in life that...
1: Especially when our honeymoon was just like bunny rabbits.
0: <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> hey, hey, come on. This is a... All right, well... We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, well... And so it's easy to kind Keep it period like,
0: classy, all right, here, Frederick? Keep it classy. <laughs> keep it classy. Yeah,
1: got me. I'll keep it classy. <laughs> so... Our honeymoon, you kind of set this. This is—is is this how it's going As to be? As virgins,
0: yeah, you're just kind of like, oh, I guess this is how it is. And then is when you get normal? home, it's like, we don't got time for this, all right? The time.
1: You know, if I'm expecting one thing and yeah. you're expecting another, you create all these problems. <laughs>
0: or not expecting. And so,
1: one of the best things that we've we discovered and we've implemented in mm-hmm. our marriage is what we consider. It's just honest communication around sex, and we use this tool called the spectrum of sex, and it's it's more of a perspective yeah. on it, right? Yeah. And so put plainly, here's what it is. On one end of the spectrum, if you compare modes of transportation, right, <laughs> you're trying to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. You've got what we would consider sports car sex, mm-hmm. which is like very fast, very agile, very uh, <laughs> kind of get from A to B. Right? Right. Again, you're, imagine, you're thinking through are No, I
0: imagine this is the time when maybe you, the season of life of having young children, um, this is not about like just taking advantage of one another. This is like, okay, we have time, then opportunity is presenting itself. We are... okay.
1: The big premise is that yeah. we're agreed on this. Yes. Okay. Like we. That's why you have a conversation around it. Yes. I'm not saying I'm ready for a sports car and I, I just, know. you know, take Sorry. it from okay. you.
0: I'm just trying all but... these voices in my head that you talked about. You said they're there. <laughs> I'm telling you.
1: Okay. But we, the again, this is about having a conversation okay. together and yep. establishing this spectrum together mm. so that we have unified expectations. Okay. So <laughs> just
0: being clear.
1: So sports car sex is like, Hey, We've got five, ten minutes where just we've we've got to make this happen for our health or hey, I'm I'm really Mm -hmm. feeling it. And you might say you might just make be a generous giver in that moment. (laughs) Right? Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum, okay, so just leave that there for now. On the other end of the spectrum we have what we're calling freight train. Sex, right? Carries a really heavy payload. Like it can really, it can do a lot of work. Oh my goodness. Selena, I'm sorry. I have to talk about this topic. You're like shaking your head.
0: No, it's just funny.
1: What do you got? No,
0: (laughs) it's just your words. I'm sure everybody is. You guys,
1: everyone thinks I'm the immature one.
0: (laughs) It's because we've been together too long. This is why. Oh, don't blame me for that.
1: (laughs) Don't put that on me. (laughs) Don't you put that on me. Uh... So the freight train, if you think about it, takes a long time to get going it burns a lot of fuel. It takes
0: it burns slower. Yeah,
1: build, builds big momentum. But once it gets up to speed, it's much you know harder to slow down. <laughs> right, it's much yep. harder to stop. So, uh, so if you think about it in terms of that, so there, you've got instances in your marriage when you just need to kind of make it happen. Mm-hmm. Then you've got instances in your marriage where you've got time to really let it bloom, <laughs> mm-hmm. gotta,
0: explore, and take time yeah. together and have yes. maybe. A little bit more conversation, or another analogy: if the if the freight train,
1: if the freight train sports car thing isn't working for you, the another one is <laughs> snack sex.
0: A foodie, if you're a foodie, if you're a
1: foodie. <laughs> if it snack sex, snack sex versus like seven seven course meal yeah. sex, right? Yeah. A big feast.
0: Yeah. I think everybody gets get that idea. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: So the idea that we're trying to talk about here and we're presenting to you to for your consideration, oh dear listener, <laughs> is have you had a conversation around what this looks like for mm. you? Mm-hmm. What does your spectrum of sex look like? Mm. What what is healthy for you? So mm-hmm. some of the reasons we we had this conversation, we established it early on, it's because we had missed our expectations so much. I'd get home from work and yeah. I'm all all day long I'm thinking, ooh, it's going to be great. We've not had sex in a You're while. come home.
0: I'm just going to be naked or I'm something. I'm going to She's
1: going to be in this cute thing or whatever. Making dinner, right? Just make a dinner in your lingerie. <laughs> Everybody does that, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to come in and we're going to have this this amazing rapturous... Romp in the hay. Romp in the hay. <laughs> rapturous romp in the hay. <laughs> And I get home and you're just like, you're tired. You, you've had a hard day too. <laughs> the
0: reality set in.
1: You're like, let's order pizza for dinner. <laughs> and and all of a sudden I'm just like,
0: deflated. I'm totally deflated yeah. and my
1: feelings are hurt. I yeah. get, I get quiet and I clam up <laughs> and then, you, then pretty soon we're having a fight yeah. and it takes a day and a half for me to finally say, you know what? You don't even love me.
0: <laughs>
1: and we figured out, okay, what is healthy mm-hmm. for us? Mm-hmm. And so- this conversation, I think, has three aspects to it. So mm-hmm. this whole podcast is hopefully will lead you to have this conversation. Okay, and as mm-hmm. you have this conversation, here's what I want you to think about. Here's what we want you to think about. Uh, the first point is: is sex in its healthy place in your marriage? Right. It's not everything, but it's something. Right. So do you both have unified expectation in that mm-hmm. it f- fulfills a role mm-hmm. to unify you? Physically mm-hmm. and spiritually and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Do you understand sex's role in your marriage? Mm-hmm. We do have another podcast, I think called like the four or three or four purposes of mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. Go back, find that one that gets mm-hmm. into that that part of it. Mm-hmm. So you want to get unified on that. The second one is what is a healthy frequency for you? Okay. So you've got, uh, how often, mm-hmm. how often is sex necessary? There's a, there's a couple, uh, considerations here. Mm-hmm. What physiologically are you um, – do you want, right? Right, right. So – and that this is not a hard question, right? right? So how often do you want to have sex? <laughs> and so it's different. If you have a differing perspective, you're going to need to be generous toward each other, right? right. If one of you
0: – If you have a different type of sex drive, you just yeah. got to be – Honest with each other, establishing those ground rules that we're going to be honest but respectful. You yeah. know, in how we yes. conversate around this.
1: And there's lots of marriages where the wife has a large, like a larger sex drive than the husband. And there's lots of marriages. I'd say, if you look at just generally speaking, a mm-hmm. husband will have a greater sex drive mm-hmm. than the wife. It's not across the board, right? But- and so you need to have a conversation. So for us, mm-hmm. hey, I would, I would have sex.
0: <laughs> I didn't know we were going here.
1: <laughs> every other day. Yeah, I think could probably be a decent rhythm just given like if I'm working out and I've got testosterone coursing through my veins.
0: <laughs> wow. You may need to edit this.
1: <laughs> if you could just see Selena's facial expressions, uh, it's not, it's not giving me confidence. <laughs> Sorry. Everything I say, she's like smirking and like raising her eyebrows. Um, but you would probably but go, I love you. you could go like five days.
0: And... <laughs> I think it's gotten less since we've been married and Gotten better at it
1: as you've tasted the fruit and the fruit is good. <laughs> it's taken fifteen years, people. <laughs> um, yeah, you're you're hitting your mid thirties and a not mighty stride. I'll tell you that it's been great. Oh, Enjoying that. Anyway, uh, mm. so we had to have a conversation. Yeah, that. we did. And so, what is a healthy frequency for us? And so, what we landed on was. Every two to three days, Mm -hmm. we need to both be of the mindset that Mm -hmm. this is when we need to be intimate. Right. So I'm not.
0: You're not coming to me and I'm not over here sitting like, what? I thought we just did it. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. we're coming together, understanding. Yeah. Okay. It's been a few days. We know that this is a kind of our, this is around the time that Mm -hmm. things need to happen. And if they're not happening, we need to. Yeah. make them happen.
1: And there's exceptions, right? Yeah. There's days we go there. We go four or five days. There's other mm-hmm. weeks where we go every other day, you know, <laughs> once or twice. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of depends on your opportunity, especially right. if you have young kids. Right. But it also depends on, you know, just what, what's happening that right. week. Absolutely. And if you're not going to see each other, say we were intimate, you know, on a, on a Thursday and say I'm leaving on a, on a Friday, we might be intimate twice, two days in a row, just because I'll be gone for like three days or something. Yeah. Or if you're gone. Yeah. Um, I just try to take good care of you, you know. I just (laughs) try to give you what I'm. I'm very grateful. Yep. Uh, Same. Just be generous. I'm generous in this area. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. Okay, so the first question is: Are you agreed on the purpose? The second one is: What is a healthy frequency? Mm -hmm. And the third one to consider is: What does the spectrum look like to you? Mm. So when you are under uh, under a very short time constraint. That was a non-sexual way to say that. I
0: didn't say anything. I know,
1: but I I, I thought through seven different things before <laughs> right I said that. Right when you said that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
1: So when you only have a little bit of time, what is, how does that look for you? Is it mm-hmm. healthy? And are you both okay? You might have this conversation and, and realize like this is going to be really difficult for us mm-hmm. to do it quickly because maybe one of you has baggage and it, it's emotionally right. hard for right. you. Uh, but if that's not the case, then you could say, okay, so for us what'll happen is I'll say, I'll give Selena my, I'll be putting out the vibe and she can sense <laughs> it. You know, I am just going to go into story mode.
0: 15 years. You can definitely sense the vibe. Vibes, <laughs> am I right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the vibe, you know, just wearing my super sexy uh, outfits and uh,
0: <laughs> jeans I'm, and t-shirts. I'm
1: picturing Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber when <laughs> know, he's at the bar. Too. He's got his orange tuxedo on. He's, he's got his
0: coat, like putting up the vibe. <laughs> he's got his coat over. So you can't, or like <laughs> He pulls it up over yeah, his, yeah.
1: over his keister. <laughs> never said that word on this podcast before. Hey-o. Anyway, so I'll, you know, you'll be in the kitchen or or in the living room and I'm putting out the vibe, just kind of <laughs> like giving you the sexy eyebrows and you realize, <laughs> oh, it's, it's going down. And then uh, you realize, oh shoot, the girls are napping or we, we're... oh
0: no, we have kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, where'd the girls go? Uh, or, you know, and so we think, okay. And you'll look at me and say, okay, I get it. Yeah, we just this have is gonna to, be a fast Yeah, one. <laughs>
0: just <laughs> be strategic, be aware. Yeah. You know, and it's okay to I think for the time being, you know, you probably heard us say it, you know, if our kids are awake and they can sit in front of a show for fifteen to twenty minutes, it's not gonna zap their brain. We got to teach them how to coexist with screens, people. Um, But they can, you Mm -hmm. know, everybody has a treat. (laughs) (laughs) A TV treat for them and some sexy time for us.
1: They get a treat. We get a treat.
0: (laughs) Everybody gets a treat. Everybody gets a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways.
1: there's that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have kids and maybe you just have your yeah. short on time, yeah. then you just you make it happen, yeah, make
0: it a priority if you um, can
1: and there's other times when we like say you're at a marriage retreat <laughs> and
0: you have <laughs> Or a hotel or anywhere. a hotel or you, you just, have or you just have just, a, a private area that you get to be in and have time to spend mm-hmm. with each other, mm-hmm. and you can you know bring some candles out or bring some women. Get some awesome lingerie. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's not as expensive as it was 15 years ago. I'm just going to say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have a lingerie budget. <laughs> I've, I've officially commissioned <laughs> a lingerie budget for you. $100 one, a month. No. And you have no. to try every every outfit. No. And outfits are only like $5 this is now, kind of. So. I just want
0: to say this is kind of a fun episode. Um, it's not as much. There's not as much scripture. Obviously, there's not a ton. Actually, there's none right now. <laughs> yeah, But there is the one that comes to mind of just, you know, when if you need to take time away from each other. Like, don't let it be a long time. Let it be short. And let
1: it be a, as you agree to it.
0: Yep, as you agree to it and it's intentional. Yeah. Typically, that is in the case of like fasting or... Yeah,
1: it's for spiritual reasons, yeah. not just I'm just I mad at you. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want you.
0: Right, and that's, I think, a huge thing that we should just quickly talk over is yeah. you and I, personally, we never we never use sex as a weapon. So I'm never going to just withhold because you said this or you said that or we didn't... You didn't do something that I liked or you did something mm-hmm. <laughs> that I didn't like so i'm gonna therefore I'm gonna withhold because you 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 acted like that we never it is never, and that was from the beginning, yeah, and I would encourage you to i would encourage you listeners as you are married and being married longer and longer to consider that and adopt something of that value because I don't sex the purposes of sex are so big and broad and heavy that it shouldn't be something that's so easily thrown around um as yeah as a as a weapon, a weapon. Or a bargaining chip yeah
1: so first corinthians 7 5 is do not deprive one another except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourselves to prayer but then come together again so that satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control
0: and this is all in the context of marriage that yes was talking it's, and writing yeah that's because Paul writing
1: there in first corinthians yeah. um yeah so that's really good and and so all of this comes from this standpoint of we want to be together. We know that sex is important. Mm-hmm. We know that it we're not to deprive one another. Right. Uh, and there, it's, it's really fun to joke about it. But really, <laughs> when the rubber meets the road, yeah. it comes down to the health yeah. of you as a couple. And are you being unified and are you loving each other well? Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why Paul wrote these words. Mm-hmm. He said, don't deprive one another, because yeah. I assume they were depriving each other. Couples were right. depriving each right. other for reasons that were not by agreement mm-hmm. and were not to devote themselves to prayer. They were, they were using them for selfish reasons. So Corinth, I don't want to get into this, but this the Corinth is, is a, it's on an isthmus between North and Southern Greece. Mm-hmm. And it was at the base of the Acro Corinth, which is the, which is where the, uh, temple to Aphrodite was, I believe it was after mm-hmm. it was the goddess of love. Mm-hmm. And they were oh, a very sexualized culture. Yeah. And there was a lot of, um, misconception around the idea of love. That's why we see the love chapter in first mm-hmm. Corinthians 13. There was a lot going on there. And so Paul had to go in and explicitly tell the church members there that this is what love is. Mm. It is an action. It is a uh, patient. It is kind. It is gentle. It is not self-serving. It mm-hmm. is, does not boast all these things about love because this, this place was very, so because it was on an isthmus, right? It's a little narrow piece of land between a Northern body of land and a Southern body of land. Mm-hmm. And it was right between where bodies of water met because it was a narrow gotcha. area. And so you had a lot of commerce happening right. there. It was a very worldly place. It would be a lot diverse, like... Diverse,
0: probably. It would be a lot...
1: Yeah, diverse. Yeah. And worldly in the true sense. Yes, meaning yes. That it no, was, no, no, for sure. It was uh, pagan.
0: Right. All different kinds of beliefs of intersecting. Worship. Yeah. A lot of different religions, a lot of different yes. cultures and people and ethnicities. Would have been a lot like coming a New to New York a City there. or yeah.
1: in L.A. Yeah. And in, in the ancient sense a large city. Mm-hmm. So here here he's saying this to these people, okay, so in this context, do not deprive one another except mm-hmm. perhaps by agreement for a limited time. Mm-hmm. So okay, we have the spectrum of sex for this purpose. Really mm-hmm. I'm really glad you brought this up, so because <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> You're without welcome. this, yeah why don't we deprive one another? Because that's selfish. Mm. Why don't, why don't we, uh, why do we limit it? Because we need to be unified. Mm. Why do we limit the time when we're separated? So when we agree on a frequency, we agree on a spectrum, Mm -hmm. we agree on, uh, these different, uh, you know, the different particulars of it, that Mm -hmm. makes it easier to not, um, let small things divide us. Yes. Very well said.
0: Yep.
1: So I think that's our, that that those, 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 with those three considerations, those three questions, Mm -hmm. That's what, how we want to. Um, that's I think that's the takeaway we want to leave with Absolutely. you, our listeners. How yeah. okay? What does this look like? Do you understand? Again, I'm going to repeat them, and then we'll get into the challenge. <laughs> so the top one, the first one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is do you understand the purposes of sex? Mm-hmm. So we do have a podcast about that exact topic, mm-hmm. the the purposes of sex and how they make it so much better. I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Look that up. You can also find it in our book called Fierce Marriage. We have a whole chapter that talks about this mm-hmm. in great detail, theologically, mm-hmm. but also functionally, mm-hmm. what that looks like. Get on the same page yeah. about what sex exists to accomplish yeah. in your life. Yep. It's not just about feeling great. Yep. That's part of it. <laughs> but that know. isn't all of it. But that is not all of it. <laughs> so that's the first one. The second one is what is a healthy frequency mm-hmm. for you?
0: for your marriage. In light of this
1: 1 Corinthians yes. chapter 7 verse 5, yeah. Okay, what is a healthy frequency? How how are you going to keep yourselves from selfishly withholding from one another? Mm. Each of you need to be generous. Yeah. So meet in the middle. Uh, and thirdly, what does it look like in times when you don't have a lot of time? And what does it look like in times when you can have um mm. what is a what is a sports car versus a freight train? What does that look like for yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh And on okay. that
0: note, like, oh Go ahead. I wanted to say the couple's challenge because yeah, it's it. kind of funny. It's um, what other analogies could you come up with for instead of maybe freight train and sports car? What would you what other analogies can you think of for <laughs> your spectrum of sex and keep it classy? We just thought it'd be fun. To, you're probably thinking of them already. You probably thought of them. Yeah. But we just thought that was kind of funny. Is there another word for instead of sports car versus freight train? What would you say?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's so, good. Uh, I'm trying to, to think funny, of one, but I can't think good. of one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs>
0: Sorry. I, <laughs> I can tell you are not paying attention. I there. was distracted.
1: I was trying to think of one, but I'm all I'm stuck on food and cars. So all right, <laughs> uh, there's got to be something oh, else.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, we do want to talk about. We had a question also that we wanted to address yes. in this episode, um, not having to do with sex, yeah. but having to do with contraceptives, which that'll is... come up next. Oh, okay. There's a,
1: there's a question before that. Well, and I'm gonna, soon,
0: people. <laughs> so this was a
1: voicemail, mm. by the way, I would love if you would text in what you think up in terms of your like analogy for the spectrum <laughs> of sex. So you can text that to this number. I would love to, we'd love to see those and give us a good laugh. Hopefully, uh, nine seven one three 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 eleven twenty. 1120. Uh, you can call or text that number, uh, with questions, but namely Text us your analogy, because I'm really curious to see those. Okay, th- this question came in through a voicemail. It's a longer voicemail, so I'm going to paraphrase it. We're not going to play it. Normally we would play it. Uh, but basically it's a gal and she— a wife, yeah. a wife, and she and her husband are having a hard time finding unity around attending their church. And, and she, serving in the church. And serving in the church. And so Good she question. is finding that she's going to church alone mm-hmm. or not at all. Mm-hmm. And when she does go and they serve together, he wants to serve in a specific area of the church and she doesn't feel called to that area. I think it's kids ministry versus not kids ministry. Mm-hmm. And because she works with kids pretty regularly, it sounds yeah. like. And so what should she do in that instance? How should she handle him not wanting to go to church or him only going and serving in a place that she doesn't feel called?
0: Obviously that's going to be some conversations. You know, why, why do you feel called to the kids ministry ministry? Um, so much is it, is it like an avoidance tactic or is there something that we're not dealing with or is there something I don't something think it's that I
1: think maybe he just wants he, to serve there and she doesn't
0: well and kids are fun and easy to kind of hang out with usually they tend to be I serve in the kids ministry yeah. not always um, but that's fine you know we're there to serve our community in that way and so I guess for her, for her, I would definitely just have them have some conversations about the whys and digging deep into the why of, mm-hmm. yes, it's good to serve in your church, but not at the expense of your marriage, right? And we've had that experience. Yes, in Many we have. of those conversations in different forms.
1: Yes. So I, I used to lead worship like every weekend and every Wednesday. Or
0: like 10 million services.
1: There was a lot of services. I think the total service count would have been...
0: Like five a week?
1: Five or six a week, yeah. depending on what was happening. And that took a toll on us. Um, it certainly wasn't a healthy thing. Um, for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. But we, we had to dial that back. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard. I don't want to gloss over that. No, oh, yeah. That's hard. It's if you're hard. involved in a church, it's very difficult to fight up up right. current. Right. Um, but if it's hurting your marriage that's the only option. You can't right. you can't just pretend like it's not hurting your right. marriage.
0: Right. And leaders are going to see or they're going to if they want to hear from you. good shepherd's want to hear. Yes. You know, and I'm good struggling to lead you in that. Too. Yes. Yes, they're not just going to throw you out to the wolves.
1: So that that's part of it. I don't see any issue if you guys want to lead and di- or serve in different areas. Yeah. No it might
0: be a, just a different, establishing a different rhythm so that there are weekends that, you're going that you are going together and yes. being intentional about there should that. should definitely be that. Absolutely. You shouldn't feel like you're alone at church, especially with your spouse. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. a hard thing. So yeah, maybe just looking at your calendar and telling, not in a bad way, but saying, Hey, these are the dates we're available to serve in these different ministries. And mm-hmm. you and I have actually been serving on the same days for ministry, which is, is good. I think different
1: areas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, Different areas, but the same day. And I think it's just kind of a big service day and we just do it as a family and that's how it works. But we more often than not are sitting together in church, hearing the word together. And that's important.
1: Yep. So if you're looking for ways to, to kind of pre, uh, what's the word uh, to open up that conversation? Mm. Uh, I would just I love this method. I always will ask Selena if we could have time to talk. Mm-hmm. If I know it's going to be a little bit heavier, if it's a sensitive topic, you fight, you fought about it in the past.
0: Yeah, which it sounds like that's the case. It
1: sounds like there's some tension there. Mm-hmm. So I would say, hey, tonight, can we go grab um, dinner together and we can talk, or maybe can mm-hmm. we just sit down and talk mm-hmm. for for thirty minutes? I got something I want to, and yeah. just perk perk their ears up. And so they're coming ready to have a conversation yeah. and try to set the stage. It's not going to be a fight. I just want to talk to you about mm-hmm. something and try to approach it that way. Okay. Next so question. So this
0: next question, and we have to be very like somewhat quick, but also intentional and focused on it. So this we're, is not an answer. Being,
1: it's opening up a conversation. It's opening us. up yeah. a
0: conversation, which we are going to have on this podcast about contraceptives. Um, this person wrote in and said, hi, love your podcast. I'm getting married in December and my fiance and I have gone back and forth on whether or not we should use contraceptives. I was just wondering what your thoughts are on this issue. Please don't spare the medical terms and the connection between spiritual and scientific. We both appreciate bluntness. I just thought
1: that was, I I appreciate (laughs) that. You appreciate bluntness. Yes.
0: Yes. And so, so again, this is opening up a conversation, um, and sharing a little bit just of our experience and a little bit of our views, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So just for very quickly, here's what we know, okay, and here's where we stand as mm-hmm. Christians and what we believe is that a fertilized egg is a child. Mm-hmm. For that reason, we're pro-life. We don't want um, we don't want that baby to to die for any reason other than an act of God, or you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Not. An, I mean, maybe that's so. We don't want it to die by any by human hands, right? Is what we're it's to not are
0: trying it's not an abortion, it's not a, yeah, we, a, we a killing, an intentional taking of a healthy life.
1: Yeah, we are anti abortion, yes, and uh, and so that has implications for your view on contraception, mm-hmm. and it has and that will carry with it convictions. So, there are contraceptive drugs that are what they call abortive, abort efficient, I think is the term they use, mm-hmm. and what that means is that it will actually cause an early an early term abortion and it's so early that you don't even question it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So like for instance, there's a lot of contraceptive devices and contraceptive medicines mm-hmm. that medicines in the wrong word, contraceptive pills mm-hmm. that will, they will prevent a fertilized egg from implanting in the uterine wall. And that is an abortion in right, our view. Right. And uh, I don't think anybody will. Well, anybody who views a fertilized egg as a child, nobody will say that's not an abortion because you, otherwise that egg would live on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're not going to list the drugs and devices because we haven't done the research yet. And that's, I think, what we're trying to mm-hmm. lead pl- the conversation, leave the conversation into, open or, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and you as believers should be taking on that. Mm-hmm. And tackling that as a couple. Yes.
1: If you're using a contraceptive, you should yeah. know exactly how that what thing works. you
0: how it works, absolutely. And
1: what is happening biologically and chemically in your body that makes it work. Mm-hmm. And uh, you need to be very objective mm-hmm. and diligent about your research this, because yeah. the companies have a, lo- a lot of reasons to make people like us believe that it's not abort-efficient. Right. And so they will use uh, terms that are misleading. Yeah. And the, or they won 't say anything at mm-hmm. all, and so you really have to be diligent about finding those answers mm-hmm. so for us here 's our here 's our conviction mm-hmm. i 'll share it we don't we don 't believe in using any uh, chemical contraception or mechanical contraception other than a condom
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because I know without a shadow of a doubt, if fertilization happens mm-hmm. with a condom in play, then that baby is going to to carry through with the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, God willing, it would go full term and we would have a beautiful child because Mm -hmm. of that miracle, despite our best efforts. Mm -hmm.
0: Which that's a whole nother conversation. And And that's where my head goes and my heart is going. And if I'm honest, I struggle with that whole conversation of how much. Controlling it. Yeah. Yeah. And where are we supposed to be in control and steward and where are we not? Are we supposed to even asking those questions? So that is a whole nother part of another episode that we will be, your question is will be doing it.
1: to restate it is you're wondering if we should just have sex unprotected all the time and let the cards fall where they lie, like let the cards.
0: Yeah. I mean, God opens the womb, right? And so yeah. anyways, it's, these are good, big uh, questions, these are good big questions that we'll tackle. Not in and this then there's all these 30 seconds. Clip. All these considerations.
1: <laughs> like, is yeah. it, you know, we live in a different society. And mm-hmm. We're not agrarian. We're we're industrialized, and right. so there's a lot more implications to having just because we can have kids. Yeah,
0: fifteen kids. Should we have fifteen?
1: Yeah, kids? is it responsible? Is it good stewardship? There's all these big questions. Yeah. And
0: there's a lot of contraception intersects with, I think, every aspect of life and marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, society, yeah. culture raising yeah to answer
1: this this i think it's a young lady to answer Mm -hmm. her question and they're getting married in december is that if you are struggling with contraception or sorry yeah with with what contraceptives are are usable Mm -hmm. uh do your research know Mm -hmm. where you stand on in terms of
0: where you and your fiance and of course yeah
1: we are happy to say that we believe that a fertilized egg is a child from the point it's fertilized onward. Therefore it's never justified to kill that child, uh, regardless of the rhyme Mm, or reason. So that's, that's, we are proponents of that view. So we're going to, we're going to say, don't do any, um, any contraception that will cause that child to be aborted. So you need to do the research, make sure that, that, that that's the case. Uh, and if in doubt, and you don't want to have a baby right away, that's, for, for what it's worth, we use um, condoms mm-hmm. and we use other uh, – the only other rhythm – the only other thing we use is just human acumen. <laughs> Are you going to say what it – I mean, just no. the pull-out method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no other way to say it. So yeah. – uh, and sorry if that's offensive, but that's just there's how that bluntness. goes. There's the bluntness. There's the bluntness. Okay. There's the smudgeness. So we just opened a huge can of worms. Let's shut
0: this thing down. <laughs> See, you're the one that didn't want to drop bombs and I'm like – well, we're I tr- know we're just, we I need think- to spend more time, um, really hashing out that conversation so that we can better serve you, our listeners. And right now the only questions remain, yeah, the and- only
1: questions remain are what specific, mm-hmm. um, drugs and
0: yeah
1: me- and devices, what they do. Right. and Therefore, what should a couple do? And the other question is the big one that you opened should up.
0: Should a couple do anything?
1: Should a couple con- try to control this process? Yeah. Yeah. And those are big questions. So we will come back at you. Yeah at some for point sure. in the future and yep. that's about as that's about as solid as i'm going to be because that's uh, and we're hopefully going to have a. I a, feel
0: like we research it at least once a week we're, so, con- we're constantly talking about it so it's definitely on our on our hearts and god is bringing clarity to that every day so if you're looking for an lower.
1: immediate resource get on the gospel coalition and search for this name megan best and she has and she has an uh it's a, actually a talk they did at a women's conference. And I think it's called sex without children
0: hmm. is
1: what that talk is called. It's a long talk. It's about an hour. Wow. She's amazingly smart. I've got her email address and I'm going to try to get her on this podcast. Nice. So that's kind of one of the reasons we're delaying as well. Okay. Selena's rolling her eyes and I think what you're getting she hungry. Talk about? You didn't even. You're not rolling your eyes at that. You're getting hungry. I think <laughs> uh, she talks about this exact topic. She talks about contraception.
0: Is she a doctor?
1: She's a doctor. That's well, qualifying. Doctor Megan
0: Best. Awesome. Okay.
1: Uh yeah, she does research at University of Notre Dame in Sydney. So she's super smart. Yeah. Okay, awesome. so to uh to do other uh <laughs> <laughs> I've just zapped Sex all my mental energy. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> got sex on the brain, people. Nah. Okay, so if you have any questions, you can call in 971 333 Be nice, friends.
0: Be nice. I feel like yeah. this episode could uh, elicit some, some harsh I, questions I and comments. Maybe, but I, don't I think
1: people are, are pretty forgiving and, yeah. uh, and understanding. and will And they get, they're smart. They're not just listening to this I'm going I'm not saying they're
0: dumb. I'm just saying that in any sex episodes that we've talked about, it's a Contraception topic. and all of that, yeah, because there's it's very involving. So, Oh, you
1: should hear the conversations we have off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're very uh, probably controversial.
0: <laughs> so if you've enjoyed <laughs> this podcast, <laughs> just a little reminder here um, to subscribe, rate, and share. And, uh, you know find an episode you like and share it with friends. (laughs) Maybe not this one (laughs) or maybe this one. I think it's good for us to have a voice and talk about, like you said, I know that I kind of blush about these conversations, but talking about them in the context of the Bible, we need to have a voice in culture and we Uh need to be furthering the gospel and illuminating truth um, in these areas where it it feels dark and gray. I will
1: never doubt you or disagree with you on that point. However, some of these conversations are better to be had around a dinner table Absolutely. and not over the Absolutely. internet <laughs> right? on a podcast. Yes. So I think it's very important that we as Christians know where we stand. So yeah. those conversations at the dinner table can be rude in the gospel mm-hmm. and, and in that way, glorifying Jesus. And... So
0: good, Ben.
1: Okay. Uh, l- last bit of uh, housekeeping. You said rate. That's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> give her, give us a rate. That'll be great. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, the other one is if you, if you're passionate about seeing uh, couples pointed to Christ mm-hmm. and marriages commissioned for the gospel, we would love to partner with you. There's a small community at, at, on our Patreon page. Mm-hmm. It's patreon.com slash fierce marriage. That's dot com slash fierce marriage. And I said this before, but you can call in
0: yeah. or leave nine seven one three 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 eleven twenty. 971 333
1: 1120. Why don't you pray us out? I will do. Lord, we thank you for this, uh, this amazing gift of intimacy and sex the way you made it god you made it good you made it enjoyable and what it, what you've made it uh enjoyable on so many levels to be unified with our spouses in this way so thank you for the gift of sex mm-hmm. i pray that you would give us convictions to make it as glorifying to you as possible, Mm -hmm. that we would listen to your word, that we would heed its wisdom and we would put it into practice in our own marriages. God, I pray for the marriages who are experiencing difficulty in this area for whatever reason, that you would Mm -hmm. lead them to a place of health Mm -hmm. and joy in their sex life, that you would put people in their lives that would disciple them and help them, whether it's a counselor, a pastor, or a friend, that you would just through your Holy Spirit, do a work to embolden and to strengthen the marriages and um, even even to their sex life, God. Mm-hmm. And I, I pray for um, just this topic we brought up at, at the very end. Give mm-hmm. us wisdom around this topic of children and contraception. Mm-hmm. And as we explore it more, I pray that your truth would reign and it would bear real weight on our lives in a way that gives joy mm-hmm. uh, to the convictions you want us to have. Uh, Jesus, it's in your precious name. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this has been a helpful episode for you. As usual, we will be back in seven days. And this episode is...
0: In the can.
1: All right, friends. This is Ryan Selena Frederick signing out. Stay fierce. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast.